Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Okay. Uh, my topic is the it works if you work it, and if you work it humbly, honestly, continuously, powerlessly, and sometimes unwillingly. Uh, every individual uh, has her own story, so let me begin with mine. Uh, what I used to be like, what happened, and what I'm like now. Uh, my mother and my father were the first child of their family, so I should be the first uh, grandchild, but I was not. My mother ex- expected a son, but I was not. She wanted a beautiful child, and unfortunately, I was not. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't uh, respond her wish after her first miscarriage. It took five years to have another child named Mona, which means dream or wish. Uh, it didn't take a long time to be in the center of her act- attraction. Uh, when my sister was born uh, one year after, um, as far as uh, I remember, uh, I pretended uh, commit a suicide when uh, I was only three years old. Uh, I uh, swallowed um, some pills and uh, I wanted uh, my mother's attraction toward me. Uh, And um, I was aware it was forbidden uh, it uh, and uh, (laughs) I was not sick to swallow that pills. Uh, I suppose uh, it is a symptom of uh, insecurity I felt from uh, authorities or someone uh, in place of my higher power of my understanding. Um, Just a minute, please. Okay. Uh, I know uh, as a child, my mother was a role model for me, but uh, I found her uh, fragile and dictator as well. She had the fear of letting me alone with another one, uh, not only at home, but also in a room. Uh, I had no privacy, even I grew up as a teenager. And uh, I didn't know um, what will happen between two children uh, as uh, she was um, detecting us uh, when we were uh, at a room with my sister. Uh, I guess my mother was abused sexually by a sibling, by a member of her family, even though she didn't talk about it, um, or uh, maybe anybody uh, else uh, I know, she didn't talk about it. Uh, She didn't let me and my sister be close to our father or grandfather, like kissing or hugging as they were not alien. Uh, As White Book said, uh, we were addicted to the forbidden. There were a lot of forbidden in my mother control. One of my uh, regrets uh, when my father passed away was a few uh, showing affection toward him. The number of times I touched him as a daughter was scanty. 
Uh, as I didn't like my mother's domination, I refused to a hasty marriage as a teenager when I was not ready to accept its responsibilities. <laughs> my elder son is about 28 years old now. <laughs> Uh, and about my sexual behaviors, uh, I found masturbation when I was nine and wanted to escape from uh, my cowardness. My teacher was an angry woman who punished the students by beating a stick or a ruler on their palm. Uh, when I was scary, I tried to follow my fantasies and unreal imagination. Of course, it became my habit very soon. Uh, I was sensitive to opposite sex, and in my fantasies, I wanted to be attractive and pretty while I uh, assumed myself as an ugly, tiny creature. I was resentful about my mother's behavior that tried to show her daughters she is more capable and decent, a kind of low self-esteem of her, feeling jealousy that uh, her children are fresh and she should accept um, durability of uh, remaining young and beautiful is a dream at that time. Uh, but getting married, my problems didn't disappear and in opposite way, they grew unexpectedly. I didn't have any experience, experience of uh, sexual relationship except with myself and it was painful to leave the pleasure of masturbation um, and commit to my spouse that seems not enjoyable. Before marriage, uh, I couldn't access uh, any pro uh, pornography images or film, but uh, I have archived some triggering pictures in my mind to keep myself stimulated and feed my lust. Uh, my husband purchased a satellite, even though it was illegal uh, that time. Uh, I could cross another boundary, another border while uh, applying uh, plus 18 movies to my daily affairs. Uh, my husband locked uh, these channels, so uh, I had to wait until midnight when he was watching porn secretly. I had the opportunity to watch uh, sneaking and increase my resentment toward him that uh, denied his watching porn. Both, us, uh, both of us uh, pretend acting like saint, but uh, there was a double life inside. Uh, my husband is originally of um, Arab tribe and in their culture, being prejudiced is common. After about eight years of our marriage, I found out my husband is an addicted to drug, but he denied his disease and didn't want to change his career. One of his friends introduced me uh, to a 12-step program for family members who are suffering from uh, a relative addiction. Uh, I worked not on a program with a sponsor, but uh, I didn't dare to say about my masturbation or about my acting out uh, to my sponsor that time. And of course, I see myself righteous to have sex with myself. It didn't hurt anyone. And uh, I was not tired of it. Meanwhile, I found myself dealing with a romantic relationship with a man uh, that uh, I think uh, it was feeling my emotional emptiness. Then 
uh, after we moved to another city, I was separated from that man and found another one uh, who was in NA. Uh, it was a 12-step program for addicted. And uh, he could talk uh, the spiritual principles very well, but uh, his, um, um, he had no uh, commitment to his wife. Uh, one of my dependency uh, pattern is sticking uh, to the knowledgeable people. And I uh, think he was full of knowledge uh, and it uh, would help me. Uh, I felt my dependency is like addiction to drug, but I didn't believe lust is the driving force behind my acting out. Uh, in fact, I may, uh, manipulated a human to feed my lust and blamed him that abused me. Uh, it was um, the first one and the last one uh, I was abused uh, sexually. When I was uh, in a fake emotional relationship, I quit that 12-step uh, program because it didn't work, uh, work for me as I didn't work the steps uh, appropriately. I mean, um, the 12 steps of uh, family. Uh, I was wondering uh, which program suited me because I believe the, there is a 12-step program that suits me. Uh, I haven't uh, tried alcohol, drug, or cigarette. Uh, uh, I couldn't belong to 12-step uh, program of addicted. I was different. Uh, I feel separation uh, that... Uh, this satisfaction was killing me. Uh, I asked my higher power to help me release of destructive dependency. Then uh, I found a WhatsApp group, Miraculously, whose admin was my first sponsor in SA. And I began healing afterward. Uh, now, the second part of my story is about the things that happened after keeping track of my recovery. Uh, in a step zero, getting started, we participated in the fellowship. Um, it was difficult to call myself as an addict. I hated the suffix of sexaholic with my name. Uh, then I found I need a change in my heart, in my attitude. Uh, I see uh, this um, attitude many times in white book, the center of my emotions and feelings because of rationalization was in my mind and self-seeking, self-centeredness, and everything based on my ego are in my mind. <laughs> These are uh, entertainment uh, that I love them. Uh, I was um, a transition from self to life. Uh, I should set aside uh, the things that separate me from others and try to be part of this fellowship. One of the important principles of uh, this program was anonymity. Um, in my early sobriety, I was afraid of this matter. If someone in my sibling knew I was an addicted, they might blame me. <laughs> I remember the time I read my daily renewal in the bathroom or in the yard while, uh, while other members uh, didn't dare to stand in the hot weather. Uh, but I used the noise of air conditioner in order to avoid my family hear my voice. Um, there was a time I worked the steps in a mosque or um, in front of a building under construction, uh, in a car while parking in humid weather of Khuzestan. Uh, I live in a province in the west south of Iran, uh, near the river in the border of Iraq. So. 
uh, it is really hot and humid here. Uh, I was uh, commitment um, to this phrase, uh, would you go to any lengths for your sobriety? And I accepted it. Uh, for the first time, when I ordered the SA literature, I asked that SA member to wrap it in a pocket uh, and delivered it to my mother's house. Uh, she lives in Tehran, so I asked my mother to send it to my mother's-in-law house in another city after um, considering many tacts in order to make sure that nobody knows about my sexualism, I came to believe that there is a power greater than my uh, tacts, uh, which is called higher power. I was not an uh, atheist, but I couldn't trust his power. He is the principal and I am his agent. He provided what I needed if I kept close to him and performed his work well. Uh, I found surrender is a kind of sacrifice, my selfishness and self-centeredness as the root of my problems. And uh, my mind doesn't work when I keep thinking about fears. So uh, there is need to consult before act. Actions speak louder than words. This is a practical program. We receive the power as we take the actions, not before. This is a program of self-examination. There is no force behind me. It is my choice to be here and let God manage my life. Uh, before coming to SA, I know myself very clever. So it was others' fault to misbehave me. Uh, there was a new vision that uh, I know only a little. Um, the deeper I realized my powerlessness, the more humility I applied in my life. Self-respecting, self-loving, self-esteeming, and uh, appreciation, uh, my body and gender, because uh, I didn't like to be a girl. Uh, these are uh, my achievements in the program. I journal my gratitude list uh, every day. I have a renewal partner. I try to focus on my health and uh, positive things. Uh, if I was not in this, uh, and if I quit using the recovery tools, my disease returned quickly and take me down. The program made me trustworthy to keep members secrets. I can hear God's message through my heart. I can say no to obsession by the grace of God. Uh, the word of uh, my prayers changed to serve God, not serve my uh, will. And uh, I would like to focus on uh, 12 promises of big book of uh, Alcoholic Anonymous that occurs in my life. One, if we were painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we were halfway through. This promise states that people who complete the 12-step uh, program and uh, make a sincere effort will begin to see changes in their lives, even, even before they are halfway done. Quite often, friends of the, um, of the newcomer are aware of the difference long before he's himself. He finally realizes that he has underground a profound alternation in his reaction to life that such a change could hardly could hardly have been brought 
about by himself alone. What often takes place in a new, in a few months could seldom have been accomplished by years of self-discipline. Uh, these are the words of a, a um, big book, and I see these promises are true for me too. Number two, we are going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. God created uh, us, a free people, and his plan is not uh, filling the world with disturbed and agitated human beings. He wish us a happy, joyous, useful life. In my active uh, addiction, I was not free of the bondage of self, like defects of character that uh, dominated me. Uh, fears, dependency, anger, expectations, pride, judging God, uh, others. Uh, they were a chain that uh, didn't let me being um, in a real connection with my higher power because uh, I should remove all the obstacles in my relationships, like uh, resentment that block my usefulness to others. Uh, when I'm not in charge of everything, when I don't want to control the, I don't want to control the consequences. Uh, I can experience freedom and happiness. Number three, we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Uh, feeling of shame and remorse didn't help me feel free to decide which connection is suitable for me. I realized there is a difference between. Um, guilt and shame, one involves feelings about oneself, the other depends upon empathy for others. Guilt is a feeling you get when you did something wrong. Shame is a feeling that your whole self is wrong and uh, it may not be related to a specific uh, behavior or event. In a step eight and nine, I made amends to remove the sense of guiltiness but I need to work on my self-esteem to get rid of shame feeling. I can't return to past and change the things, but I can be aware not to harm anybody from now on. From now on, <laughs> no, no on. It is uh, an ongoing living, making amends. And number four, we will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. Nobody can bring me peace but myself because I'm responsible for my feelings. So I don't, let, uh, I don't let the behavior of others destroy my inner peace. I don't fight, but accept the things I cannot change and pray for the wisdom to know the difference where my role is and how I can perform my best. Number five, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. What we have in common is our solution that helps us in recovery. We are not specialists, but we meet people who can identify with and learn from their experiences. Number four, that feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. The steps can give me a sense of capability that my life have a meaning and purpose particularly through helping others inside the fellowship or outside. Number seven, we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Addiction leads to many self-centered behaviors. Doing services as one of the third legacies 
can bring me outside uh, myself and being considerable about interest in other people. Number eight, self-seeking will slip away. The tunnel vision of uh, focusing only on myself begins to fade as work the steps. Number nine, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. It is a change of attitude from self-pity to gratitude. Shift my pro uh, perspective from hopeless to hope. Uh, I uh, listened to uh, one recovery voice and uh, he said, I am a sexolic of the hopeless variety, not helpless. Uh, I can imagine a life uh, full of satisfaction and content, a life of happiness with real connection and spirituality. Number 10, fear of a people and economic insecurity will leave us. There is no need to wear masks or have a double life. I don't want to hide myself anymore, nor worry about maintaining financial security because my higher power is head spring, resource of providing um, my requirements. There is no need uh, to fear not meeting my needs because I have a power greater than anything else. Number 11. Thank you for uh, letting me know. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. As our fellows member gets deeper into their recovery process, they begin to see situations more clearly and can tap into their inner resources. I found these inner resources very helpful for me. And 12, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. The concept of a higher power is uh, central to SA. The higher power becomes a, a guiding force in the person's life. They are the rewards of recovery. Uh, I pass here. Hi, Mona. Thank you very much for this. It was worth staying up for. <laughs> Mona is my DSR partner. I hope you don't mind me saying that to you. So it's just great to hear your share and I understand your nervousness. Um, I really loved how you uh, talked about the promises and how they've come to fruition in your life and uh, just grateful. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Ilona. What's the time, what's the time for you, Ilona, at the moment? Three o'clock at night? It is now quarter after one in the morning. Oh, wow. Great. That's the love of the fellowship. Anyone else who wants to share? Buddy, please go ahead. Thank you, Luke. I'm Buddy. I'm a recovering sexaholic. Thank you, Mona. Um, I really, I, I enjoyed hearing your story. My very first S meeting that I went to, it never, I never imagined that there would be women who could have the same illness that I had. My very first meeting, it was a woman who was speaking that night and she shared my story. And when I initially walked into the room, I was, I was taken aback, I thought, the shame, embarrassment. But then when she began to share, 
I felt like there's hope for me. And it just reassured me that I'm not alone. And also that, that this isn't something that is limited just to men, that women can also have the same issues with lust. Um, so again, the, the, thank you very much for sharing today. Thank you. It, it makes me feel at home. Thank you, buddy. Sona. Thank you. Uh, hi, Mona. Uh, I wish I was not in such a highly irritated mood and I was not uh, three days out of asylum uh, and was in better mood to listen to your share in Barcelona meeting. But anyway, uh, I did that and I went there as you went through a lot, as you said, you went to, you were ready to go to any lengths to uh, keep you sober, keep your recovery. And uh, I was, I witnessed that uh, you, uh, you tried to kill your ego by servicing, doing, making servicing in Iran. And I appreciate your all services to our fellows, fellow sufferers. Thank oh. you for your being. Thank you. Thank you, Sona. Greg S. Greg, you are you are uh, muted. Sorry about that. Uh, Thank you so much, Mona, for uh, sharing uh, all the odds that you overcame. I was so touched by the fact that when you were first, you, what you shared about your mom, that she really wanted you to be a, a, a son. And that, uh, uh, you know, that it, she, you weren't what she wanted. And that must have been when you when you found out about that. That must have really hurt a lot. And uh, you know the twelve promises. If I would have looked at that when I was uh, just came into recovery, I thought no way, no way. So truly, to, for you to reach this point in your life, that it, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. You, you can't say anything more than that, that it's a miracle. And thank you for sharing your miracle. And uh, God has given us our lives back through the 12-step program. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Uh, there's no hands up, so I'm going to, to go in myself. Thank you so much, Mona. It's the first time we meet, and I'm I'm very touched. I have three questions, but I can only ask one. My question is what, what Greg just said. You said about you were three years old and you wanted to commit suicide, or at least you wanted to drag the attention of your mother. So what I hear is a very deep and a very long-standing trauma at a very young age. Question, the question is, did you have you overcome that trauma today? Is it fully processed? And did you do that only with the program or also with outside help, like therapy or something? Thank you. 
uh, I just can uh, see them uh, as a movie. Uh, there is no feeling uh, that overcome me. Uh, when I see uh, my background uh, lead me to this program, uh, I'm really grateful for the um, opportunity to have today, or maybe uh, there were uh, some uh, circumstances that uh, my higher power knows I can tolerate uh, and I can uh, overcome them. Uh, so uh, he didn't uh, put me the things uh, on my shoulder uh, out of my uh, toleration. Uh, I trust him now. And uh, by working the steps, uh, I can see uh, these are some problems that, that I can't change um, past. But I have the opportunity uh, to treat uh, in another way with my children because I have four children. Uh, three of them are sons and a daughter. So uh, I can be more kind to my daughter. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. Yaakov. Hi, Mona. Thank you so much. Um, you said that when you had a very high fear that people will figure out that what I always know, that I'm sick. And you did so many, you worked so hard and in the heat and you ran away just not to make people um, figure that out. And I know it's doing steps in the heat outside. That's annoying. And it always feels wrong. It always feels like, why am I having all these hard feelings? Why do I need to work so hard? And just hearing another person that did it and speaks not about how they felt. You did not speak too much about how you felt. You just spoke about, I did the steps properly. And then you said what I got from it. And that was very, very powerful for me. I want to just ask, uh, do you still have the same fear today or are you more free from the fear? Thank you. You know, my husband uh, doesn't know about my uh, program. Uh, he thinks that I'm in Naranan program. Uh, I asked my uh, sponsor, she said, you can hide it because he is in his active addiction. And uh, he has uh, the message of the 12 step program, but uh, he doesn't want to uh, surrender or maybe uh, he is not uh, of hopeless variety. Uh, he's not willing uh, to... Uh, be acquainted to these uh, 12 step programs. Uh, just uh, my children knows, uh, know about uh, my uh, SA program. Uh, I uh, have uh, this, <laughs> it is a kind of dealing with my husband. I take part in uh, many uh, 12 step uh, fellowship uh, like for families, uh, for overeating. And uh, uh, he is not aware that I'm exactly in SA program. Uh, and I try to uh, hide my uh, inventories or my uh, SA books. Uh, just uh, I put uh, them in AA or um, co-independency uh, uh, book uh, in, uh, in order to keep them safe uh, uh, in, in this way. Thank you, Mona. Liam. 
Yes, um, Liam from Ireland. Uh, thank you, Mona, for that very courageous share. It was uh, very brave. Um, essentially, probably uh, two, two questions wrapped up in one. Um, have you been able to completely get over any sense of self-pity? I think maybe you have. And if so, how do you do it? Uh, by gratitude list, <laughs> when I have uh, self-pity, uh, I know I, ha I should focus on the half uh, full of the uh, glass. So uh, I try to write the things uh, I have uh, that are uh, grateful for them. For example, I'm sufficient. I need uh, my higher power can meet my uh, requirements. Uh, I know I am a worthy woman. Uh, I have uh, the power if I connect with him, with my higher power. Uh, it does help me a lot. Thank you, Mona. By the way, also people with less than 30 days of sobriety can raise their virtual hand now. Nancy, please go ahead. Hi, Nancy Sexaholic. Thank you, Mona, so much for sharing. Um, I, I just really appreciate how hard, how hard you worked and to the looks that you went. I'm so grateful that your video was on when you were talking about um, how you had recovered worked with the program from trauma because you had the biggest smile on your face, which to me is an evidence that your higher power had worked that. You mentioned about other people seeing changes that you might not see yourself. And it was really neat to hear another woman from your country saying, I've seen changes in you. So th those are just things that I really appreciate. Have you seen changes in yourself? Thanks. Yes, I think uh, when I see myself in the mirror, uh, I see there is no tiny, um, um, uh, I had uh, somehow, uh, uh, it was a darkness uh, uh, in my eyes because of the masturbation and I see uh, they, uh, they have gone away. And uh, uh, I see uh, my uh, smile is uh, more effect, uh, effective than my grief. Uh, I can uh, let them go away uh, when uh, the grief wants to uh, be uh, in my uh, heart. Uh, I just say, okay, I see it, I accept it, and I let it go. <laughs> That's it. Thank you very much. Rachna? Yeah, hi. Thank you for letting me uh, share and ask the question. Uh, hi, Mona. I'm Rachna Lastolic, Sexaholic uh, from India. And I'm so, so grateful to be here and to be hearing your uh, share. And uh, I, I really appreciate and I, I feel blessed to hear you today. Uh, my husband, I'm married. My husband and uh, me are maintaining abstinence uh, right now. And uh, it's just 80 or 82 days, something like that of my sobriety. I haven't counted, but my sobriety date is 25th May this year. 
and uh, there were some uh, you know uh, problems uh, between us which uh, uh hit my rock bottom and i found sa and now i really feel blessed to find this now my question uh is that how can this abstinence uh, uh help me in my initial recovery because okay. i'm sa uh yeah i'm in sa but he's not uh and also uh will this not lead to any kind of frustration between our relationship is my question to you if you can help me with that uh i had this experience uh, i uh, do this abstinence uh, when uh, i was in my early recovery my sponsor uh, recommended me uh, to talk with my husband uh, that uh, i need uh, to uh, restore this uh, relationship and uh, it isn't only uh, a sexual relationship we need to talk uh, with each other or maybe uh, be in contact uh, not only but by touching each other uh, and uh, Uh, the recovery uh, continuous book uh, helped me uh, very much very much and uh, i want to uh, recommend you uh, not to do it uh, by yourself alone uh, ask other people who have this uh, gradually uh, it will happen because our higher power is our uh, protect Yes, thank you so much Mona, very helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you Mona. Nobody has raised their hand, so I'll drop in another question. Um and and for those who still want to ask a question, please raise your virtual hand. Mona, how is it to be a female sexologist in Iran and especially in the southwest there? Uh how 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 has it been for you? I said uh, about our tribal uh, <laughs> dogmatic uh, conservative <laughs> thoughts about uh, female who have who have uh, this sort of acting out but uh, we are uh, less than 10 uh, we are here uh, we don't have any face to face meeting uh, but uh, virtual meetings uh, are um, helping us uh, Uh, much more than face to face meeting uh, i attend um, another face to face meeting of uh, family uh, members of addicted uh, i know uh, there is a way if you want you can find uh, a way uh, for your recovery and uh, due to this uh, virus uh, epidemic uh, we have the opportunity to attend many virtual meetings uh, and it was a very um, blessing uh, for me thank you so much mona anyone else who wants to raise their hand ah payam please go ahead yeah dear brother lord thank you very much uh, mona i thank you so much god bless you I am so grateful to be here and uh, it's amazing the god you how god used you to bless someone like me. I thank you so much. I have a question and the question is what is the definition after around 6 year sobriety of lust? Thanks. <laughs> lust uh, and can I uh, 
اسپیک این فارسی پیام یا اف کورس یا تو کمتری فارسی حرف بزن وارد ندارم به نظر من یک اشتهاست یک چیز سیری ناپذیر آی تینک ایت از هانگرنس اینساید می دت آی کانت فایند انیتینگ الس greater than my higher power that can feel this emptiness uh, there is a hole uh, as a, a as big size as my higher power uh, and the last is a driving force that makes me uh, use others uh, or maybe pa- manipulate uh, other human beings in order to fill this uh, hole uh, and uh, i didn't find anything better than my higher power to fulfill it <laughs> amen thank you god bless thank suzy please go ahead thanks um mona thank you so much for your share today um I'm just blown away by your courage and strength and I'm so grateful that you are are here and that you are uh um cour- courageous enough to um make your recovery priority in your life. Um when I started I learned quickly that I'm as sick as my secrets and uh that has served me very well. and i hear that you have to keep your type of program that you're secret from your husband and i wondered about if you fear uh him finding that you've been going to sa meetings uh you know if some might see your uh zoom history or something and I just wonder what that's like for you and if there's a, an element of danger for you if your husband were to find out that you're going to SA. Thanks. You know my high power. <laughs> Thank you. You uh, my high power was really uh, protective Uh, because uh, in my early sobriety uh, i uh, put uh, my daily renewal in uh, the wardrobe uh, and uh, my uh, husband open it uh, see the, it but he didn't uh, attention he didn't care about that uh, i mean um, god keeps anonymity uh, even when i was acting out and uh, he keeps me uh, in this uh, sobriety or recovery way uh, i see many miracles he has done for me uh, when uh, uh, i'm not uh, uh, i am in his hand uh, and uh, i'm not worried about it if it is time and uh, god let uh, my uh, husband be calm and accept my disease so uh, there is no worryness i can um, um, I can't manage my life. Uh, I just uh, can uh, keep, uh, uh, I mean, I do my uh, role uh, as a, protect my uh, anonymity and uh, other than uh, it, it is my higher power's role. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mona. Mona. Sona, you have another question. Please go ahead. Yes. Uh, 
not exactly in a question form, but uh, um, I wanted to tell Mona that as a sexolic, as a lost holic, sorry, I'm not sexolic, as a lost holic, uh, I was indulged watching a movie in the evening, but I wore my watch to keep the track of time of her talk. <laughs> I wanted to tell it to him, to her, sorry. Uh, I, I'm so uh, dizzy these days. Uh, I wanted to uh, tell her that I did that for you, comrade, friend. <laughs> I never wear a, a watch at home. <laughs> Thank you, Mona, for your being my friend. Hey, I'm Sex and Lost Addict. I have a question again. Um, the question is, um, how much percent the measure of the pressure of the lust has reduced after six years? Because you have said at the, at the, at the first time, it has, it has many, many problems. But now, as you explained, and as I know the over six, six years, sorry, uh, how much pressure of the sex or lust has reduced? It's maybe some com complicated question. Thank you. Uh, I can't say uh, my lust is uh, disappear, uh, but I can overcome it uh, by the grace of God. Sometimes it is uh, like a, a tidy water. Uh, you can see uh, the river uh, that uh, attack you, uh, but you have the recovery tools. Uh, the more you are in the fellowship, uh, you are uh, decent to use the recovery tools, and uh, the sooner you uh, surrender your righteousness to have lost even um, not sexually lost. Uh, for example, uh, I'm a talkative person. Uh, sometimes I want to overeat or sometimes do some things uh, that is not um, proper for me. Uh, and uh, I want to surrender uh, them. If I can't pray for them, uh, I, should, uh, I just pick up the phone and uh, call a member, talk about my powerlessness. I know I can be grateful for the recovery tools I have today. And uh, this is uh, a progressive victory over loss. Um, whenever I uh, work on steps, uh, be aware about myself, having uh, my inventories, uh, it doesn't uh, uh, hit me, but I am not safe of any hits of loss. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.